Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM. It is an overaction Tuesday here on The Fan. We'll overreact to NFL news at 115. Then we'll go around the National Football League with Mike Jones at 130. We've got the Inside the Ram Horns presented by the Red Door Guys segment coming up at 2 p.m. Talking all things VCU basketball, and then David Harrison will join us to give his take on who should take over for the Commanders next season at 2.30, but it is 1 p.m. here on The Fan, which means it's time for the Richmond Commander. It's time for the Richmond Commander. Are you ready for some- The phones are open. It's your chance to be the quarterback of this segment. There's something I like to say. Every day at 1 p.m. on AWOD Radio, the Richmond Commander. Question A on the Richmond Commander, 833-804-0910. Call AWOD, 833-804-0910. Have Deron Payne and Jonathan Allen peaked? Have Deron Payne and Jonathan Allen peaked? Can they get back to being at a Pro Bowl level next season? Or do the commanders need to look to move one of them and potentially draft another defensive tackle in next year's NFL draft? 833 804 0910. I mean, Stubb, what do you think? Look, Jonathan Allen certainly deserved to be the captain here in Washington the way he played over the last three or four seasons. Deron Payne earned the bag of money with 12 sacks last year. What's he at this year? Like two sacks? Him and Payne and Allen just have not shown up this entire season. And I think part of the reason is because Ron Rivera has completely lost the locker room. I think they're happy with the bag of money that they earned already, and they are not interested in putting their bodies on the line every week. Yeah, it's it's tough, and it's like, are they working for Ron? Are they working for intern guy on the sidelines? And I, and this made me think, for your push-up bet, if Ron isn't actually the one coordinating the defense, does, does it is still the, stand? Is the bet void? I mean, it, look, it's not Jack Del Rio. That was my <laughs> argument, is that Jack Del Rio was a better defensive coordinator than Ron Rivera. I'm doubling down on that. I can't wait to see Michael Phillips get down on all fours <laughs> and have to do 50 push-ups and watch him struggle to get past 36. Um, but here's the thing is that I am worried that Deron Payne and Jonathan Allen have peaked. I don't know that they get back to a Pro Bowl level. That's why I think that I really like the next head coach in Washington to be a defensive specialist because those two guys were the most talented players on the team. Are they not anymore? Can we get them back to that level? And that's why I'm going to say Josh Harris, for the first time in charge of ownership, has failed the Washington Commander fan base. He's failed us. I get it. He didn't want to be Dan Snyder. He didn't want to be authoritarian. He didn't want to come down and... Fire Ron in the middle of the season, blah, blah, blah. (coughs) He should have absolutely fired Ron Rivera after that Thursday night disaster in which Matt Eberflus coached the Bears better than Ron Rivera, coached the Commanders, and he had nothing to say at halftime. When you are the head coach of a franchise that plays in the National Football League and you have nothing to say to a team at halftime, what are you doing in charge? What are you doing in charge of the draft picks if all four of your draft picks fail? What are you doing in charge of free agency if you haven't hit on one free agent in five years? I think it's too late to get rid of him, unfortunately. Or they haven't yet. But that's why I'm saying Josh Harris failed us. He should have gotten rid of him six to eight weeks ago. 
We all knew it wasn't going to work when we lost to the Chicago Bears on Thursday night. That's why I came to work the next day and I wrote Ron Rivera a personal letter asking him to resign. Because you know what I don't deal with? I don't deal with regression well. And that's what the Commanders did this season. All right? They beat the Eagles last year when they were 11-0. This year, they lose to them in overtime. They beat the Giants last year. Oh, no, they didn't. They tied them at least. This year, they lost to them twice. And they beat the Chicago Bears in primetime on Thursday night last year. This year, it was a disaster. Ron Rivera has been a downer to this franchise. And he's starting to bring people down with him. He's starting to bring down the play of people that we thought were the cornerstones of this franchise. Yeah, it's really it's it's just been a. Sp I remember those first two weeks we were two and zero. I was like, oh wow, we got a real we got a real football, <laughs> we got a real team. football team going. <laughs> and we've only doubled that yeah. <laughs> that amount of wins. Right, it's incredible. I mean, you're watching teams with way less talent play better because they're coached better. The New York Giants don't have the talent the Washington Commanders have. They're starring Tommy freaking DeVito at quarterback, but they're winning games three in a row because Brian Dable's a much better head coach. Montez Sweat had some interesting comments about his former head coach, Ron Rivera, now his current head coach with the Chicago Bears, Matt Eberflus. Let's take a listen to Montez Sweat. Where I came from, it was, you know what I'm saying, it was kind of like uh, just waiting on the season and, and kind of, but here it's like uh, every week, you know, it's, it's a new challenge and people want to play for the, for the man beside him. Man. That's, that's what I'm here for. That's, that's it right there. That's it right there. Montez Sweat said what everyone's thinking. That nobody wants to play for Ron Rivera. That he had completely lost the locker room by week four. By week five. This and is... you've got a Chicago Bears team that started the season 0-4. 0-4. They're not in the playoffs now. But they've won two straight. They've won three of their last four. They've been playing some good football. They're playing for their head coach. They're playing for him to keep his job. In Washington... We can't wait for Ron Rivera to lose his job. This is that culture Chase Young was talking about. It kind that we, of is. we were getting on him for, but but I think Sweat just said it a little bit, a little bit more class. <laughs> Every single week, Matt Eberflus comes up with something, brings it to the table. Ron Rivera hasn't brought anything to the table since Thanksgiving. It's true. He hasn't brought anything to the table. What does he do for this franchise? He, he was supposed to take, take over the defense. He decided to put somebody else in charge. That's all he does. He delegates. Yeah. He can't do it him da his damn self. And that's why I really believe that Josh Harris failed this franchise this season. He's lost some of the fan base right now. He's lost us. And you know what? I'm going to be stupid enough to come crawling back to them next season when they've got Ben freaking Johnson or some other loser in charge of this franchise and I'm probably going to lose again next year. But right now, I have no reason to watch the games at the end of the season other than watching Sam Howell ball. And it's frustrating. It's frustrating. I gave up on this team in November. Now here we are December 12th. And it's the NFL. We still got to talk football. My team is 4-9, and nine, and once again, sitting at the bottom of the NFC East. And that's why I was begging Josh Harris to put us out of our misery. Fire Ron Rivera. Put anybody in charge. Put anybody in charge. I took calls, people asking for Brian Mitchell. He's a radio host, and we'd rather have him in charge than Ron Rivera.
Give me Daryl Green. Give me Fred Smoot. Give me Logan Paulson. Give me any former Commander Redskins legend. Just, I'm tired of Ron Rivera. I'm so sick and tired of him. We have some early poll results from, from fans that yeah. I asked if they peaked or not. We're at 75% said they peaked and 25% said they have not yet peaked. Yeah, I, I just think Ron Rivera has set this franchise back three or four years. All right, we talked about this last week. Is the franchise in a better state than before he took over ownership? And I don't think it is. I really don't believe that he's fixed the culture. When you hear guys like Montez Sweat saying, yeah, we were basically waiting for the rest of the season. He didn't fix the culture. He he got into the playoffs at 7-9 and nine his first season. Big freaking whoop. All right, it was it was a fugazi. It was a blah, 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 it was a mirage. All right, oh, we were good for one year because of Taylor Heineke, not Ron Rivera and his coaching style. And I think he's brought this franchise down to the point that we might have to clean house completely. I'm not sure that Jerron Payne and Jonathan Allen will ever get back to that level. I'm not sure that Terry McLaurin will get back to that level. We might have completely ruined these guys. Might have completely ruined them. Everybody wants to know, who's going to be the next head coach last, next year? And and usually you say, oh, there was a defensive-minded guy. This time they're going to go offensive-minded. I want a real defensive-minded coach because Ron Rivera's defense is stuck in the 80s because he's a dinosaur. It's crazy that he won't just take up the defensive coordinator <laughs> position. Right? It, it's so insane. that Doesn't he realize that a local radio <laughs> host has a big bet on the line here with a newspaper guy, a pencil pusher, and a guy with a big mouth? Yeah, because we don't want to just throw this bet out of the way if, if he doesn't even do it. No, no. That's lame. Right? Ron Rivera should do the push-ups himself. Because <laughs> you know what? The defense hasn't gotten better or gotten worse. It's just been It blah, couldn't get worse. Right? It was already 30 seconds in the NFL. My goodness. If you want to chime in, phone lines are open. 833-804-0910. 833-804-0910. Once again, you're listening to the Sports Grinch on the fan. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. Or should I say this is the Sports Grinch on The Fan. Brian tweets me, Grinch, great rant. This news will make you even more of a Grinch as Amazon adds a playoff game to their NFL slate. Amazon Prime to stream one of the new wildcard games as CBS and NBC also pick up the rights. So Amazon Prime will stream an NFL playoff game for the first time after the technology company secured the rights to one of the new wildcard games. It's just, it's so <sighs> frustrating. And you know what? I'm not the only one that, that gets pissed off about this. Bartenders around the country are upset. Yeah, I've and, heard and that. bar owners and restauranteurs because they're forced to put these games on boxes that they don't have streaming services for. Right? Yeah, it's just like like you have to get all new smart TVs. Right. Like that's such a pain. And the big and thing And if you're for running me, 30 of them on one Wi-Fi box, you're going to overload. Yeah. And just it's it's like I can figure it out, but like my parents, oh, I know. They just can't figure out how to how to watch Washington. I know. It's, it's different. I, my dad calls me once a month and says, 
My Paramount Plus got un- unlogged in. Can you re-log in over the phone? Oh, my Amazon's giving me trouble. Oh, my Apple TV is not TV informing. And it, I always it, gotta fix it. Yeah, it's like just let them just let them watch football. <laughs> but it's the worst part is to me is that I'm turning into the Grinch again. Here we go. <laughs> is that you're locked into that damn platform and you're forced to watch their commercials and they're shoving their commercials the down same, your throat the and they're making them and they're 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 like tying them to what you like and like you know it's like I'm getting commercials that I know are meant for me. <laughs> I know that because they're trying to force me to buy things. And the one thing that I grew up loving about sports was channel surfing, right? During a commercial break, I'm watching five minutes of the Bernie Mac show. You know, I'm watching five minutes of Modern Family. Then I'm getting back to the game. And I prided myself on controlling that remote and having an instinct, like an inner instinct in the back of my mind knowing, oh, the sports are back now. Yeah, and it's December. You could watch like three minutes of Home Alone yes. in between, but now I got to watch the same State Farm Chiefs because commercial. You know that if you try to get off the app, by the time you get back on the app, you've missed something. Yeah, and like it'll take forever to load back in because oh, right. it's you got it's on a streaming service. Oh, how so about it's then? Not just then you switching. pause it, and then these damn apps they decide to fast forward without you clicking it, and you're back to live, and now you ruin the whole sporting event. Yeah, or like I'm like behind, and I'm trying to skip commercials, right. but I can only do ten seconds at a time, and it takes ten seconds to load right. the next, so it's not even worth it. Yeah, and then the commercials are twenty decibels louder. You got to turn down the volume every time you get to commercial. Have you dealt with that when you're watching with friends? Yeah. It's like, oh my God, I, I'm trying to talk to Sam for a second. Stop screaming in the background. Oh, it's the commercial. You're the, the sports, commercial. you're the sports Grinch. I can be your Max. Well, who is Max? He's the dog. He's, He's the, the dog. dog. <laughs> you're my Max. All right. Well, let's go around the National Football League here on an overreaction Tuesday. It's NFL Hits. Every regular season matchup, every head coach on the hot seat, the hit stories in the NFL. NFL Hits on A1 Radio. All right. What overreactions you got for us here on a Tuesday, December 12th? All right. These are a couple I grabbed from a couple different articles. All right. So we'll, I have we'll give various, you a ding or a dong. I have various opinions on them myself. Yeah. Uh, the first one I think is the juiciest, which is the Chiefs won't make it to conference championship in the playoffs. Well, that's just, that's just an overreaction. They're there every year. They live there. I get it. It might not go through a arrowhead like most years. Uh, they're playoff tested. The Dolphins are not. All right, so give me the Chiefs over the Dolphins. Uh, they're playoff tested. Uh, Lamar Jackson could get hurt, and then all of a sudden the Chiefs are the- You don't know what's going to happen until we get to the playoffs, but if the Chiefs are healthy with Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, it doesn't matter who's playing wide receiver. Yeah, it doesn't if- matter if that guy's offsides or not. Tyreek Hill win a game. can't stay healthy. Kind of yeah. got a lock against Oof, them, that. We was, saw that was worrisome for, yeah. for Dolphins fans yesterday. Now that- he did like come back into the game, and he was standing on the sidelines. And they kept saying Mike McDaniel's has been overly cautious with knee injuries in the past. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean the Dolphins, Tyree Kill is their offense. So is that a ding for an overreaction or a dong? That's for a ding. An, ding. That's for a an ding. overreaction. That's a, okay. Are you kidding? Um, I'm going to predict right now the Chiefs get back to the AFC Championship game because they've done it the last five years. I still, I'm liking the Broncos. I think that's a fun little, <laughs> little twist that could happen in the division. Yeah, um, I'm willing to put a lot of money on the line. The Broncos <laughs> do not end up ahead of the Kansas I'm not, City Chiefs. How, I'm not bet on that I mean, one. how much do you make? Double it, all right? Because I don't believe in Russell and the Broncos. They're seven and six, all right? They've gotten a little bit lucky. All right. This is another one that yeah. we debated yesterday. Yeah. On uh, the that Browning takes the Bengals to the playoffs. 
And that's an overreaction. They, they are the they are the tenth seed, and last time I checked, only seven teams make the postseason. All right, <laughs> they're not going to win their division. That's already wrapped up by Baltimore. Cleveland's got a better record at eight and five, and a much better defense. And the Pittsburgh Steelers always finish above five hundred with Mike Tomlin. And so, look, Bengals might finish ahead of Pittsburgh. They're not going to finish ahead of Pittsburgh, Denver, Houston, and Indianapolis. They're not a playoff team. They you want to take that bet? <laughs> you are a betting got, man these days. You don't want to bet with the sports grinch. He'll got, steal your presence. I know. I'm, I'm scared. Right. Of you. We got that Bills bet going on. We do. I'm scared to enter another I'm, one. I'm ready to place more. All right. What else you got for me? That's an overreaction. Jake Browning. He's not playing in a playoff game <laughs> on really Amazon good. He's Prime. He's playing really good. He's playing really good. No, no, no. All right. What else All right, you got? Uh, Ravens are going to land the number one seed in the AFC. Oh, that's not an overreaction at all. No, they, I like their chances. They're ten and three. Uh, they have not peaked yet. They're playing some really great ball. They're first in the AFC North, first in the AFC. Three game win streak. The Jaguars are the team that's struggling. That's who they've got uh, this weekend. Now they do have three tough games out of the final four, but they have a chance to wrap it up and be the top seed if they can beat the Dolphins, who are one of the two teams. Uh, that they play against in the AFC uh, with the Jags and the Dolphins over the next three weeks. So It is a tough schedule. Yeah, but I, I think they're going to get it done. I right. believe in them. This is the Steelers need to do a full rebuild. And I think this is coming off of them back-to-back losses against bottom three teams in the NFL right now. Yeah, I don't think they need a full rebuild. I like what they've got on the defensive side of the ball. I do think they should be in line to draft a quarterback. I mean, Kenny Pickett's not the guy. He Coming out of college, everyone said, oh, he's got small hands. They're tiny. They're tiny. And it's <laughs> I'm been not going to look at his hands. <laughs> yeah, it's been, an, it's been an issue. That's why he can't throw to open receivers. They also don't run the ball well enough. Yeah. Like, we we fired Matt Canada. Yeah. Is it time to hire Matt Canada? <laughs> no. No. Can we get an – let's get an NFC prediction here. Let me get let's an, get an let's NFC, get an NFC okay. overreaction here. Um, it's not – it's it's uh, it's Tuesday. You oh, know? wow. Everything I pulled was AFC. Was AFC? I, everything, everyone was talking about the AFC. Right, I guess I'll, I got to – I'll give you yeah. an NFC overreaction. And that is that the Dallas Cowboys are going to win the NFC. I think it's an overreaction. I think we've seen what happens when this Dallas team gets to the postseason. They choke. They do every single year. It's going to come down to them either missing extra points or Dak Prescott not being able to throw the football to a running back uh, or their defense will just give up big plays. Uh, and the NFC, I still like the San Francisco 49ers. My second favorite team is the Eagles. My third favorite team is the Lions. I have the Cowboys as the fourth team. And I don't think the Cowboys are going to end up winning that division. I'm still giving it to the Eagles. I don't think it's unrealistic here. It's not I, I unrealistic. Think, I think the Eagles they're... have gotten a couple flukes. The Cowboys lost a couple games they shouldn't have <laughs> lost. I, they could. Well, the thing is, is that the Eagles... Still get to play the Giants twice and the Cardinals oh. once. They're going to yeah, end up with 13 wins. <laughs> Never mind, I didn't I'm see that. I'm not sure that the Dallas Cowboys end up with 13 wins, knowing that they have to play the Bills this weekend in Buffalo, then at Miami, then it's the Detroit Lions, and then the last game of the season against the Commanders, and we've already said the Commanders are going to win that game and it's going to ruin our draft position. <laughs> it's just so typical of Washington. Who knows? Maybe maybe the passing Paisano is going to take on the jo- the the Eagles. Maybe. Tommy DeVito with his pinstripe suit agent on the field. I know. I mean, we really should spend an entire segment on that agent. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of like, I kind of hate him, right? Because I'm in this sports Grinch mode here, and it, it's like, why are you showing him on TV so much? 
but I love me some Tommy DeVito's dad. It's so funny. Kept it's... Ki- he was kissing babies, kissing friends, kissing family, kissing strangers. They were just doing a lot of kissing. I love the DeVito family. I do, too. <laughs> I do. That's what's so great about the NFL. A storyline's easy. Oh, New York has an Italian guy. That's the number one story on That's ESPN. That's what's going to make your heart grow four sizes. Yeah, it is. I have a soft spot for Italian people. I I'm always Italian. Have. You, you know are? That? I am Italian, yeah. You know, I, I couldn't tell. You don't look <laughs> Italian. You look very Irish. Yeah. You know? Maybe you're stubby, 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 hey. Italian mafia guy. <laughs> Let me make you a stubby and cheese, you know? <laughs> stubby right. and cheese is the best you can come up with. That's Italian. Yeah, you know what, I mean? what do they call that? Uh, uh, n- you know, uh, in New York, when you it's not a cheesesteak. It's like uh, it's like a uh, cheese. What you know what I'm talking about? No, it's just like cheese, che- bread, and cheese. Steak, <laughs> that's but, all you can think of when you think of Italians or cheese. That's the no, only uh, thing to New us. New York style New York. cheese steak. A New York slice. It's a an stub an, slice. No, no, no. It's called like. I wrote cheese steak, not cheesecake, Google. <laughs> All right, we'll go to break. I'll find out what I'm talking about next segment. You're listening to AWOD Radio on the fan. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. PSA for AWOD Army listeners here in Richmond. I'm searching for a Grinch costume. I would like to wear a Grinch costume while doing the show for the next few weeks because I really am feeling like the sports Grinch. There's everything in the sports world driving me crazy. I thought the the stupid in NBA in-season tournament, the NBA Cup was stupid. We had two Monday night football games last night well, at the exact same time. Can we stagger them a little bit, NFL? You drive, everything in the sports world is just upsetting me here in December, and I'm turning into the sports Grinch. Joining me right now to go around the National Football League, those are buddy Mike Jones. What's going on, Mike? Hey, how you doing? I'm going pre- I'm pretty well here, and we just did a segment called Overreaction Tuesday in the NFL. I want to get your take on a few of them, and let's start with the Dallas Cowboys. Do you believe the Cowboys are the team to beat in the NFC? No, until they beat San Francisco, then, you know, they're not. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, they look good. They look really good on um, both sides of the ball. But, you know, they they can't beat the 49ers. They haven't seen them be able to do that yet. And so I still have the 49ers as my favorite, um, you know, for the NFC based on what we see now. Um, you know, it wasn't even close when they played the Cowboys. Was it 42 to 10? I think it was something like that. Um, so, Yes, the Cowboys are doing well. They are improving. Um, they That was a big win for them against the Eagles, but they're not my favorites to win the NFC. So who's your favorite to win the MVP, though? Um, my MVP? You know, I really wish we could get out of the quarterback thing and just do the player that we makes the biggest impact um, because then Tyreek Hill would be my pick for the MVP because, Love that. as we saw last night when he was hobbled, <laughs> that offense is not the same. The Dolphins to a... They are not as effective. They are not as unstoppable. They are very mortal. And so when you have a healthy Tyreek Hill, though, I mean, that guy is an automatic, you know, 125 to 150 yards a game, a touchdown or two. He would be just the way that he has made an impact there uh, for the Dolphins. He would be my pick. But I know it's probably going to be a quarterback. It shouldn't be Brock Purdy because he's not even the best, the MVP on his own team. Hmm. You know, Dak Prescott, you know, maybe so. But, um, I would, I would definitely like to see Tyreek Hill get it. How about Lamar Jackson's chances? 
Oh, Lamar Jackson's another good pick. He's playing very well at a high level. And, you know, you take him off of that team, uh, they would be close to nothing. Um, so, yeah, he's another good, um, you know, guy. You know, obviously you can say Patrick Mahomes every single year. Uh, but, you know, again, it would be pretty cool to see a wide receiver win it or a defensive guy win it. It probably won't happen, though. It's a quarterback award for whatever reason. So I guess we should go with Lamar Jackson then if we're going to stick with tradition. Three teams still in it in the NFC South with the Falcons, the Saints, and the Buccaneers. Two-part question, who do you think wins that division? And do you give any of those teams a chance to win a home playoff game? Oh, man, that is tough. I don't know who's going to win that division. I think you could probably flip a coin, and every single week the answer is going to be different. Uh, They're so close. They are all limited. They have some things that you like about them, but then they just have deficiencies that hold them in check. Um, if you were going to say with the, the quarterback position that you have the most confidence in, I guess I would say Baker Mayfield in uh, Tampa Bay. He's got a good thing going with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, and so their defense can play well. They should have a good chance. Don't have a lot of confidence in Desmond Ritter. Um, you know, and then the Saints, Derek Carr, just, you know, he's, he's banged up. He doesn't look great. Even you know before he was hurt, they they just they've not really put it together like I thought that they could after they acquired him. So I guess Tampa will be our pick. Mike Jones with us here on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline, national NFL writer for the Athletic. Follow him on social media at by Mike Jones. And as the playoff picture becomes more clear over the next few weeks, I think it's a guy that's a Commanders fan. I just want to see one of the teams that's the six or the seven seed in the NFC or the AFC have a chance for an upset. Which team do you think is is most likely to do that? I mean, it's hard to believe in the Vikings when they're scoring just three points a game. I thought maybe the Packers would have a shot. Now they're losing to Tommy DeVito and the Giants. Probably, I mean, if Buffalo got into the playoffs, I'd give them a shot to win their playoff game. Yeah, um, you know, I was asking around yesterday what people think of some of these teams that are kind of on that that bubble, um, and, and everybody says, man, Buffalo's probably a team you don't want to play right now. Um, you know, they seem like they're getting things together. Um, you know, they're much more talented than what their record shows. They have underperformed, but if they can avoid self-inflicted wounds, they should be a tough team. Um, you know, the Bengals, you know, Browning is doing an okay job. You know, they've they've picked up some wins with him in place of Joe Burrow. I don't know that you can really count on them um, to pull off an upset against one of the the elite teams of the conference. Denver, they seem like they, you know, maybe, but I don't know. I kind of feel like they might come crashing down to earth. Houston kind of depends on what happens with C.J. Stroud and his health. So for the AFC, Buffalo would have the most confidence. I still say that uh, Green Bay is a team that you shouldn't totally discount um you know they they have some talent it looks like jordan love is putting things together right there an upset if they wind up you know facing detroit they have familiarity there there's divisional yeah. you know guys and so you can throw the records out there but otherwise you know if they're going up against a dallas or you know a san francisco uh you know probably would would fall short this is the new Sports Radio 910, the fan now at 105.1 FM. And, Mike, we've got to get you to weigh in on the bet that's sweeping the nation between myself and our other local co-host here, Michael Phillips from MP on the Mic. Uh, the bet is, will the commander's defense improve statistically 
under Ron Rivera in charge and not Jack Del Rio. We've only had one game since then with the Dolphins scoring 45 points. I mean, where do you weigh on in on this? Because I believe that as bad as Jack Del Rio is, he's a better defensive coordinator than Ron Rivera or whoever Ron puts in charge of the defense. Yeah, I mean, I think it's putting lipstick on a pig, really. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I just, I mean, Ron is kind of rusty. Um, it it did not seem like they were able to make the adjustments they needed to make. Um, you know, they didn't cause any type of trouble or resistance um, for the the Dolphins. So, nah, I, I think that they probably are just going to stay about the same. <laughs> Let me ask you this. We threw it out there today on the Richmond Commander. Have Deron Payne and Jonathan Allen peaked, or do you think they could get back to their Pro Bowl level with a better defensive-minded coach? Oh, no. They, I mean, they, these guys are not, you know, getting old. I mean, they, they're still young. They're still um, impactful players. They do. They need um, a better defensive mind. They need um, a culture change. Somebody who's going to demand excellence. They'll get more out of everybody around them and also get more around them. I still think they can be an impactful tandem together. How do you feel about the way Coach Eric Bieniemy has done being the offense coordinator here in Washington? I mean, there's been some good. Um, you know, I mean, I don't know that anybody would expect that Sam Howell would be among the league leaders in passing. There have been times it seems like they need a little more balance um, and consistency. Uh, but, you know, the, the, I think that he has shown that he can be a competent play caller. Um, and, you know, you've you got to get him an offensive line. Uh, if you had an improved offensive line, it'd be interesting to see what they could do. I am a little bit surprised as a running back. He doesn't run the ball a little bit more, but maybe that's just because he doesn't have very much confidence in his line, and he's using the quick hitter passes as a run attack, which, you know, Andy Reid kind of does that as well. So kind of from that school of thought. But I think that um, he's done an okay job. Mike, great stuff, man. I appreciate it. Uh, Writing for The Athletic. Anything you wanted to promote before we let you go? Oh, no, just check out all our stuff. You know, not just me, but we got a really good team of, of smart, creative um, insightful reporters and um, yeah but check us out thanks a lot Mike I appreciate it all right I'll see you yep that's Mike Jones follow him on social media at by Mike Jones I'm Adam Epstein at AWAD radio A-W-A-D-D-R-A-D-I-O don't go anywhere we'll be right back welcome back I'm Adam Epstein you're listening to AWAD radio here on the new sports radio 910 the fan now at 105.1 FM Stubbs, we were talking about the food that a lot of Italians make in New York at the at these delis. I was talking about a chopped cheese. You never heard of a chopped I've cheese? Never heard of a chopped cheese. It's, it's basically a New York version of a cheesesteak, in my mind. Uh, it's not it's not that amazing. I think it's kind of greasy, and they kind of just chop all this uh, rat meat and put it together with plastic cheese, and there you go. Uh, that's I mean, your that chopped cheese like a, sandwich. That sounds like a classic Italian dish that yeah, I would love, right? <laughs> Um, but I am getting kind of hungry, so do you want to do an impromptu dude food here at 145? Yeah, let's give, do it. Give people some food news to get them through their lunch break. Dude! Food! We're not responsible for the content of this program. Or anything we say when we're really hungry. Where's my food? Dude, where's my food? food? The most delicious food you've ever tasted. Yes! How can he piss off a flip-flop? <laughs> he loves food. Dude! Food! So I want to start with dude food with Tommy DeVito's agent. I just think, like, I guarantee you, Tommy DeVito is the only sports guy that 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 agent represents. He probably represents a few other gas stations. 
and uh, you know laundry mats. Yeah, he, he right? runs a he runs a, a, a dumpster company. I mean, the <laughs> outfit was just unbelievable. <laughs> so funny, right? The black hat with the black suit and the photo of him. On a cell phone, like he doesn't own AirPods, he's taking phone calls. You know, yeah, and him on like the field. him kissing Tommy DeVito's dad. Right, and throwing the up the, the fingers. Oh, you hey! know I'm looking at the chopped cheese right now, by the way, yeah. and this looks delicious. Oh, really? I would, I would demolish this right now. All right, what oh, other goodness. dude food news did you want to bring up here? Anything local? Uh, I don't have to find some local Do stuff. Anything? I don't really have anything local either. What about national? I know that there is. That uh, a, a dive bar closed in Carytown, and they are opening a new one. Okay, they're working on it. it it's it wasn't Home Sweet Home because that still exists. Yeah, are you are you familiar with the bar scene on Carry Street? But I don't know what it what it was called or anything like that. All right, I'm gonna look into that some more. Oh, uh, we got a the Impossible Burger people have moved on to create a new Impossible menu item. Oh no, what is it? The hot dog. Oh, <laughs> can the Impossible people? Just die. <laughs> I. It's so bad for you. And they, and here's the thing: is that they've they've become mainstream because vegans love them because they don't like eating meat. It's so bad for you. All right. I don't read many books. I'm not a cultured book guy. But the one book about food I read said avoid impossible meat like it's the plague because they fill it with preservatives and all this other stuff that's terrible for you. I feel like a hot dog is already a bit of an impossible yeah. cr- concoction of, of meats and other such R- things. Right, that, and fats. That you're you're adding more chemicals and, and, and Impossible meat is so unhealthy for you. If you don't believe me, look it up. Google it. Do your own research. How about Lunchables? They were in the menu, uh, in the news. Did you see that? A new, yes, I did. There's a... A, a new Dunkable. I, yeah. I do. I've always loved the Dunkables. Right? I, I'd never heard of a Dunkable. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. We used to have it growing up. It was like little sticks that you could dunk in cheese or little oh. sticks that you could dump in peanut butter. And now they've got pretzel twists with PB spread and choco chips. Choco? Choco chips. Choco? Choco. <laughs> it's going to choke you. I don't know. Yeah. All I, right. I, the other one they have is matzo sticks with marinara yeah, and breadcrumbs. That, yeah, that, that I don't try. I don't like. I think that you can do a pretzel with some peanut butter and chocolate chips. Let me ask you a question. I'm not trusting prepackaged marinara. Yeah, in no, like some I'm, I'm not either. But lukewarm. this is going to change the way I, I view you. All okay. Right? Did you grow up on cheese sticks? Of course. Like... Right out of the plastic. Right out of the plastic. Rip them. Love them. Rip them. Eat them. They're so good. Here's where I differ with some people. Oh, no. Don't tell me you just eat those things raw. You're putting the raw cheese in your mouth like that? I don't tear. I don't tear. I chomp. You don't tear it up. I don't tear it. I chomp it. That's unbelievable. (laughs) You have to to rip it into tiny pieces. That's so much time to just eat a little bit of cheese. Well, I know, but if you just... I'm shoving that thing in my mouth, dude. Give me the cheese. Apparently, you are just (laughs) shoving it... You're, you're just eating raw cheese. You give me those cheese cubes that people put out on snack boards, eating uh, those all I like those. Day. You know what? The best, though, is the cheese bell, the little ball. Oh, the, with the wax? With the wax on and the outside. And there's always that one kid that could, like, make wax sculptures out of it at the lunch table. I, I didn't have you that know, kid you didn't have at that my kid? lunch table, no. Oh, dude, the people are making full arts and crafts with that thing. Really? Yeah. Is, is Chick-fil-A in the news? I thought Chick-fil-A was in the news with a new sandwich. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I didn't see the Chick-fil-A. I, I do have the, the new bar in Carytown. Okay. It was former Wheezy's. Yeah. Or Town Hall. Okay. Former yeah, Town Hall yeah. is yeah. now going to be Ripple Rays. Oh, interesting. So they just closed Town Hall. Because I, I went out the other night with my friends, and they're like, let's go to Town Hall. Really? And then there was just a 
a for sale sign in front of the bar. So they were. I saw that the McDonald's is going to release a new McRib in, in Australia. Australia. Yeah. It's so bad that they've got to <laughs> ship it to the farthest country on the planet. You know, I think they're more into it than we are here because I am not. Into no, but, the no, but remember Jay Smitty in Richmond he called did. He in. He did. Call in. He and did he call gave in. Us and he was excited. And, and he loves the McRib. And I, I, if there's other McRib fans out there, you can call in 833-804-0910. Jay Smitty, if you're listening, yeah. can you fly out to Australia right? and try the deluxe yeah. uh, McRib for us and let us know how that tastes? Sean Barstow's family <laughs> and, uh, come back with a report. How about Burger King? They've got a new whatever floats your melt meal. Oh, I saw that. You like saw it's that? like a make your own float yeah. if you want to do that or you can just have ice cream and a soda. I, I will say growing up, a root beer float was always amazing. I mean, we used to Oh yeah. Anytime we went to King's Dominion, we were getting a root beer float. Just how good is soda with ice cream? It's a great combination. You know what? That's that's my ice cream solution. Oh yeah. I just get vanilla and root beer. Yeah. And instead of having this complicated ice cream right. every week with my roommate, we just make floats. Yeah, you just make floats. That's whatever a, floats your boat. Whatever, and that floats my boat. I love. Yeah. What do you? What's your root beer choice? Uh, what do you mean? Oh, like mugs. mug, barks, what? or A and W? Probably mug number one, barks number two. I don't think I really like A and W. Oh, dude, is A and W the best? In on the A and W. What about what about uh, your ginger ale? Are you a Schweppes guy? Oh God, no. Really? Canada Dry, obviously. Really? Yeah. What I, Schweppes is for your seltzer water that you make a cocktail with. That's that's the only reason I buy in Schweppes is that All like dollar right. fifty huge bottle of sparkling I, I, water. I like the both. I, I like them both. You know what I don't like? Wood and Iron doesn't sponsor this show, so I'm gonna <laughs> give them a negative shout out here. The service that they give you at Wood and Iron sometimes. It's just so awful. Everybody in Scott's Edition knows what I'm talking about. The one in Scott's Edition, amazing food, just terrible service. We went two weeks ago, all right? And I, I was supposed to tell this story last year, last week. I forgot because I was sick. We asked for wings. They brought me boneless wings. No sauce, just completely plain. It was a chicken nugget. And I, I just, I couldn't understand. I said to the waiter, excuse me. This is not what I ordered at all. And he said, oh, I thought you ordered wings. I said, look at these things. There is no bone in this. Oh, you're really going to hate me for this. That you like boneless better? L- yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, that's okay. You're you're still a child. I- you're, you haven't fully developed. You haven't matured. Your taste buds are still 14. I hate being a mess when I'm eating. You know, I, I can I get, just My get friend tried to make that same excuse. It. He it's- says, oh, the wings get on my beard. Just shave. And I did. I just shaved. I don't know if you noticed. I I had a big old beard. Believe me, I've noticed you look 13 again. (laughs) My goodness. That's why you were doing that high-pitched voice earlier. You got me. You got me on that one. Look, look, I just, it's like, especially when I have B-dubs, you know, something like that. If I'm at a nice place, I'll get the bone in. But if it's like... If it's cheapo, I don't want to go. Why don't you order go... the chicken tenders? The... Why don't you the just chicken order... tenders? No, don't no. get the sauce on no, them. Go, you get the sauce. Go straight to the kids' menu because that's where you are. <laughs> You're a child. You're a child. <laughs> order from the kids' menu. I would never get mac and cheese I'm... while you're at it. Get a hot dog. Okay, that does sound good. Right? <laughs> you do not have a sophisticated palate. Yeah, you gonna tell me I don't have a sophisticated palate? Because you're not eating wings. It's a it's the better choice of meat. You know how they make the chicken nuggets? They take all the extra meat that nobody wants. They put it through a chopped I cheese thing, and then they put it together. <laughs> and it's and delicious. It, and they stick it's, it in a fryer. Delicious. They stick it in vegetable oil, and it's bad for I you. I got I got the wings at River City Roll. Bone in. 
I don't know if they even had a boneless option. Yeah. Those uh, were delicious. They do. They do. Okay. But, I the, didn't, but I, the, the wings there are terrific. Really good. They're really some, good. Uh, got some buff on it. Yeah. I can't wait to get back there this Friday. On Fridays, yeah, we roll. You roll. <laughs> we roll. Yep. And, and I've been rolling pretty decently. Yeah. yeah. Uh, on Saturday, I went to roll. Could not roll. The corporate entity had yeah. bought out every single lane. I know. I, I was like, why is he going on the most popular day of the week? <laughs> Saturdays, they're packed. They've got live music. Oh, wait, it was like five, you know. Yeah. The live music hasn't started yet. Yeah. You missed out. I missed out. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. Any local food news that we missed, give us a call, 833-804-0910.